0: No, Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Geek Town Behind the Scenes podcast. I'm your host Dave Elliott and on this episode I'm chatting with Paul Santagada who is VFX supervisor from FuseFX for Ryan Murphy's smash hit series Ratched. Inspired by One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Ratched is a suspenseful drama series that tells the origin story of asylum nurse Mildred Ratched, played by Sarah Paulson. In 1947, Mildred arrives in Northern California to seek employment at a lead psychiatric hospital where new and unsettling experiments have begun on the human mind. On a clandestine mission Mildred presents herself as the perfect image of what a dedicated nurse should be, but the wheels are always turning and as she begins to infiltrate the mental healthcare system and those within it, Mildred's stylish exterior belies a growing darkness that has long been smouldering within and reveals that true monsters are made, not born. In a very rare viewing figures update recently from Netflix, they announced that the series had been watched by a staggering 48 million members in the first 28 days, making it the streaming service's biggest original debut season of the year. As VFX supervisor, Paul's work on the show was largely about cranking up the drama's twin pillars of beauty and horror. With the series taking place in a retro geothermal Northern California, he was able to use VFX to create both the series' stunning environments and the terrifying mutilations and antiquated medical procedures performed within the hospital. In addition to Ratched, Paul has previously worked on other Ryan Murphy dramas such as American Horror Story and Hollywood, along with shows such as Breaking Bad, The Orville, The Tick, Game of Thrones and many many more. If you'd like to hear more behind the scenes interviews, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Geek Town Radio. This will give you our weekly Geek Town Radio podcast, which brings you all the latest TV, film and gaming news. You can also go to the website at geektime.co.uk for daily news stories and all the latest UK and US TV premiere dates. Here's the interview with Paul Santagada. <laughs>
1: That's blue
0: it's lovely to have you on and be able to talk to you about some of the vfx work yeah happy to be here before we get into any specific shows let's do a little bit of background how
1: did you get into the industry in the first place i kind of fell into this backwards from like photography and photo editing yeah um as a teenager i was really into cameras learned all the fundamentals and everything and started goofing around in photoshop while procrastinating from doing my homework (laughs) i know that yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i hadn't really ever considered the entertainment industry just because I was I just grew up on the East Coast I thought it was just like a fun hobby to have but um, when I was in college or uni or whatever you want to call it uh, I had a bunch of friends that were in film programs and I was kind of in this adjacent like new media thing that was this mishmash of advanced communication theory and internet stuff but then also kind of CG and film animations cool things so I just kind of wandered through that Michigas for a while and found that I could apply a lot of this photographic Photoshop stuff in motion and that it was this whole other field. Kind of banged around with that as a hobby for a little bit. And then a few incidents in my life collided in such a way that it made a lot of sense to move to Los Angeles and try to pursue it as a real
0: thing. <laughs> awesome. That's yeah, nice when your hobby can become your job.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to like hold focus on a particular field for a period of time. I tend to like look at something and then get bored and then wander away from it. But, right. um, but visual effects is so profoundly multidisciplinary that I keep banging around and can never really get free of it. So it's uh, yeah. plenty to learn.
0: There's lots of different interesting projects to work on as well. So yeah, for sure. One of the projects you've been working on recently is Ratchet, which is the new Ryan Murphy series, which we're a little limited on to exactly what we can say because you don't want to be giving away spoilers for anything.
1: No, they have a um, there's a uh, shot collar that I'm currently wearing. And if I say anything. <laughs>
0: <good>. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. It's it's like if I ever talk to somebody from Disney or Marvel, you can hear the snipers <laughs> just <laughs> pointed at them. Uh, can you talk just generally about the sort of effects you were doing for the show without giving anything away sure
1: um so as you can see from the trailer there's a lot of stuff in the show that's very beautiful but um there's also a lot of things that are really really intense and kind of shocking and a little bit scary yeah um so our role on the show was kind of turning up every other department's work that was already at 10 like yeah. art department makeup costumes special effects lighting camera everything's already way geared up and beautiful um and We just turned it a little bit from ten to eleven, where appropriate.
0: Right. Okay. Cool. One of the things you had to do on that show was obviously it's a it's a mental hospital, and they've they had some rather antiquated medical procedures. Little clips of which you see in the trailer. I
1: guess that was one of the more intense areas that you were working in. Yeah, those tended to be done by blending practical. It's a lot of blending of practical effects. So we have a lot of the work from dummies and prosthetic body parts and our performers appropriate and building everything in a way that's safe for everyone. So no sharp parts or drills or anything are going anywhere near anybody that has real live warm fleshy body parts. <laughs> and we're closely with this medical advisor that uh, would make sure everything was historically accurate. And the team that we had building that stuff was just incredible. Uh, Dave Anderson, um, Aaron, Mike McCash and their teams do really, really incredible makeup and prosthetics work. Yeah. So uh, it's absolute pleasure to work with them and their the pieces that they make. And then we just have to kind of hide the seams and just juice it up just a little bit So
0: when you start a process like that, at what stage are you getting involved? Is it, is it sort of? All shot, all filmed, and then they they kind of hand it over to you and go, yeah, there's this, this, and this needs fixing. Or, or are you involved much earlier in the process for those?
1: Oh, we're there. Um, from the like earliest conversations, uh, we'd have all the production meetings before each episode, uh, just working out what we want to do and how we want to accomplish it. Luckily, we've worked with that team for years on a number of other shows and kind of know what they're capable of. They know what we're capable of, and philosophically, we all have the same sort of preference for making sure that there's always at least some. If even if we're not doing the if we're not going all the way with something and just like completely drenching a room in blood or something <laughs> to speak to other shows that aren't this one necessarily, <laughs> we have something that's happening on screen for performers to react to and for us to use as the baseline to kind of augment and right. use as the uh, the baseline for our flourishes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, one of the other things that pops up in the trailer is that electric chair sequence as well, mm. which is, is pretty horrific. I know there was a lot of flames and stuff around in that was... Yeah. was that yeah i'm assuming that was added with the cgi not that you could tell but yes i'm assuming that some of that was cgi and rather than them setting fire
1: to an actor i appreciate the compliment but we've set that guy on fire
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay um, no we, uh... <laughs>
1: so we got the script for that scene um late one night when we were shooting on location and between takes me and mary alby the stunt coordinator started talking about it and saying like what, what can we do here what did what do you think um they're probably gonna want us to do all cg flame and she goes oh, i've got an idea um i know these guys that have this uh fire gel that right yeah uh, it, it, it cures properly and you can technically do it on naked skin and i know the guys that are capable of doing that and have all the training and safety precautions and everything so uh, i said yeah yeah hell yeah let's do that let's absolutely please so we got into the production meeting, we're talking about that, and everybody's hoping, thinking that it's going to be some big, expensive thing with like CG fire and CG fire, and that sort of effects work. Like getting those kind of organic um, yeah. looks are very, very challenging. And then it also gets kind of silly because you have people like shaking around, and you really want to be in there, like uh, seeing all this happen. And we just go, "Oh no, Mary's Mary's got a plan. She's going to have some guys come in, and we can set them on fire, and then we just have to clean up the gel and post." And everybody was like, uh, sh- "Sure." So. Um, <laughs> so mary and auntie gonzik the um special effects supervisor for the show is in charge of all the practical stuff and making sure everything's done in a safe way they got together and built all the rigs and all the ventilation and everything that we needed to be able to do that and then we ended up with that pretty incredible scene um with all the performers able to react to a guy literally being burned alive in front of them so it was uh wow nice piece of work
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i guess the more stuff they can do in camera the less work it is for you to
1: have to do afterwards i suppose yes know like there's stuff that we like to like there's there's always the idea that we have something and then if we want something else or we can add to it but then also there's continuity issues sometimes that we have mm. to work out so there's a lot of threading the needle afterwards but, yeah uh, but yeah absolutely agree that i uh, love getting as much done in camera as possible
0: yeah one of the other things that pops up in the trailer is there's a it looks like a medical area set up on a beach yes um, were you involved in
1: in doing that as well yeah um similarly we built out a tremendous amount of beach there uh, most of that is all old surplus military tents and all of that material wandering through that set was incredible. We had like little letters that were half written on typewriters and (laughs) uh, old bulbs that were lighting everything and wow, it was just fully transported but we couldn't really do that for the entire beach so at some point our work takes over and we kind of duplicate similar elements like further back onto the beach and do little bits and pieces like adding and changing the ridge so it feels more like it's in the uh, South Pacific than in Malibu where it was shot. Right. A lot of the credit for how that shot came together and how that all looked goes to our uh, DFX supervisor using Gottlieb who really willed that shot into the world Um, (laughs) the the degree to which that matches the concept art that we did is really incredible Uh, I was really proud of that work that the team did
0: yeah no I mean even the little snippet just looks really brilliant on the uh, on
1: the trailer yeah the sense of scope is great
0: yeah what would you say is the sort of split between the, the VFX and the practical effects on the show I know they kind of go hand in hand as well but is it you usually a case that if you're you're doing the vf you know with the vfx if there is any practical effects you're almost always adding vfx as
1: well i really like that aggressive marriage of the two to the point where like i can't even really tell anymore what's what's, (laughs) right yeah uh what was done before the capture and what was done after the capture we really tried to do as much as we could in camera and if something would need to be a visual effect we would try to have that same foundation that i was talking about earlier a really great example would be um the hot springs outside the uh lucio psychiatric hospital right so we had um these practical rock Springs that were all built for those hot springs Hmm. those were all arranged on the property and special effects team gathered I think just about every single smoker that they could that is available in town to plug in and generate some sort of steam smoke effect that would come up out of the ground yeah so then on the visual effects side after it's all shot uh, we would add the water and additional steam just kind of marry the two together and just make it look as eerie and beautiful as possible cool
0: yeah I am very much looking forward
1: to seeing the show
0: before we move on that anything else you want people to look out for or
1: say about the show? No, it's, it's a really like beautiful and eerie and fascinating uh, piece of work, and I hope everyone enjoys it very much.
0: Yes, me too. Me too. This isn't the only Ryan Murphy show you've worked on. You worked on a few of them, actually, because you, you did some work on American Horror Story. You've also done Boys in the Band, which is the... We've now seen the trailer for that because that's come out recently, but that, that's come up as well. But the other thing you worked on is Hollywood, which I actually recently interviewed the... Costume designers for that, Lou and Sarah. And I finished watching Hollywood fairly recently. So okay. I love the show. One of the things that because I've been over to LA a few times and I adore the studio, clearly it was Paramount. Um, <laughs> which you Who then Because you <laughs> if you're gonna shoot Hold Hollywood and you want to save money on some VFX budget, you shoot Paramount because it's the it is the still that old Hollywood studio, it's the only one really still running. So a lot of the work I I guess we're turning it into ace pictures on that joke
1: yeah i mean we just slapped the wrought iron sign up on top of uh paramount and called it a day (laughs) Um, no there's there's so much to do um like yes it it is paramount but it also there's so many retrofits that have happened in the time since um we had a ton of reference of what the studio used to look like and then like every window there has an air conditioner in it now that was a real uh, yes challenge (laughs) (laughs) like we basically took the same shape of the buildings in some cases and had to replace full facades wow Um, um, but it was really great to be able to shoot a Paramount It was really perfect for the show and for the vibe and what we're going for. Some of the other retrofits even some of the things that you wouldn't really think of, like accessibility ramps and things that had been oh, yeah, added cool. in the time since we spent a lot of time reverting those back into stairs and, <laughs> and like fixing cameras and certain gates that look like they were a little bit out of place and gear that's just laying around because it's still a working movie studio. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a ton of work to clean up. Heather Baker, our compositing supervisor on that show, uh, is really responsible for navigating the team and driving the ship through that crazy amount of cleanup to really to get the studio up to the polish that it needed
0: yeah, to be. Yeah, you did a great job with it. I mean, it's it looks amazing. Uh, it was quite funny because I love Paramount. I've been there like four or five times and just tried to pick out which bits of which <laughs> from, <laughs> from the background. It's just great fun. Were there any particular scenes on that show that you were extremely happy how they came out?
1: I really love the gas station. Yes. The uh, whole gas station set was really amazing. We found and restored this, what I believe was an old Richfield gas station. Right. And completely gutted it and repainted it and re-outfitted it with stuff similar to what it would have had in the 40s. And then in addition to that, had to replace several of the facades around the neighborhood just to make sure everything was period appropriate and worked for the uh, art direction of the show. So our CG supervisor on that show, uh, Zika Von Medicus, had to organize and balance and make sure the lighting on there was handled by all the artists correctly and getting that dropped into the show was a real uh it's a real challenge and real joy to see come together yeah so it's really like its own little character inside of the picture
0: yeah so great um i mean the whole show's just so beautifully put together but yeah the gas station's fantastic are there any bits of vfx work you this is probably the reverse of what you would usually want to do but is there anything particularly you'd like to point out that was vfx that maybe somebody wouldn't think was
1: vfx in that show that's that's seamlessness is the point i want to make sure that nobody knows <laughs> what we've done it's all, it's all our secrets um uh, after the show had released uh there was a moment where the main director of photography on the show simon dennis called me up and he goes wait a minute did you replace those cars in that reflection for that shot with period appropriate cars? It was just, I was just like, yeah, it's going, of course. Why? And he's like, it's like it's, that's the reflection of something in the bottom corner, and it's just they're driving back and forth. You can hardly see it. And I was like, yeah, I saw it. You got to, to change it into the to make sure all the cars are right. And I, was like, wow. I think it was like a Prius. Like, come on.
0: <laughs> wow, that's, just, that's it's, a- uh, stuff
1: like that, and that kind of like attention to detail. That like yeah, I that's really a crazy. Love at- to dive into. Yeah,
0: that's a crazy attention to detail. Well done, it's fine. that. <laughs> so on to more general questions because you've worked on on some brilliant shows there's mentioned American Horror Story Ratchet, Hollywood uh, you did some work on Breaking Bad Mad Men The Orville which I adore that series The Tick which must have been amazing fun to work on uh, True Detective you worked on as well a whole bunch of other things uh, Oh, Castle Rock as well out of all the stuff you've been working on do you have any particular favourite sort of VFX like do you like working on Fire or do you like working on Set Replacement Any any particular area or is it just a general
1: everything? I do really enjoy everything. Um, So there's, there's a like, I really enjoy being able to bounce around between the like Zen-like kind of invisible stuff that nobody would ever know about because that all really adds up to something and I think really like helps Mm. uh, bolster just the vibe of a show, but also really in like the bombast of like really in your face, like immersive explosive stuff. Yeah. But if it's building the world and holding up a sense of disbelief and advancing a story, then I'm, then I'm there for it.
0: Yeah. Is there anything in particular that stands out out of all the stuff you've done
1: that you're really, really proud of. I'm sure you've heard plenty of stories just from people in the industry overall, but like the fact that any TV show or movie gets made at all is kind of a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, I kind of feel like it's all worth being proud of, but Bratchett in particular had a very, very, very aggressive schedule and I'm just super, super proud of the team and what they were able to pull off.
0: Yeah, I mean, the turnarounds, particularly on TV stuff, maybe less so for some of the streaming services, but certainly, I mean, for network, TV. I know he's he's absolutely insane. Sometimes it's nuts what some people deal with. <laughs> what
1: would you say is the most interesting experience you've had while working? There was a particular scene in Ratchet that was pretty like dizzying and surreal to shoot. It went pretty late into the night and had a number of uh, prosthetic effects and very like dramatic, colorful lighting and some wacky camera tricks. That was pretty graphic as shot and like working through that scene was kind of a waking nightmare in a mostly good way, but. <laughs> Um, and then afterwards, working through that scene and being able to take it over the top was, uh, it was just a really wild and fascinating piece of work. And I'm excited for everyone to see it.
0: That sounds really interesting. It must be really hard <laughs> to sleep for the next day when you get to do yeah when you've been on set doing something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then, oh, nightmares. <laughs> Ryan Murphy giving people nightwares for the past 10 years. (laughs) Um, So, can you say what else you're working on at the moment, what you're doing next, or is that all under NDAs right
1: now? Um, I think it's uh, some of the stuff is under NDAs. We're working more finishing up final days of a feature now that i'm excited to have been working on for the last uh, six months or so remotely it's been a yes uh, nice piece of work to have in the meantime um and then the uh release of boys in the band which is imminent and i'm excited yes. for that that was yeah. a great project to have worked on and production in los angeles is kind of understandably sparse at the moment but um we're working towards being able to get some stuff underway with uh, lots of testing and every imaginable precaution into the fall so
0: yeah it seems to be stuck to pick up. A lot of replacing people's faces with masks or <laughs> removing yeah, masks. Yeah, the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um,
1: removing masks and stuff. I'm excited to start seeing uh, how I'll start having to deal with uh, getting mask lines off of people's faces that they've been wearing all day. Yeah, it's yeah. A, there's, there's a whole world of interesting things that will be new and exciting challenges for us to work through.
0: Yes, yes, it is going to be interesting. So last couple of questions for you. The first
1: mm-hmm. one is what TV shows are you watching at the moment? As for stuff that's currently airing I'm currently working through uh, Lovecraft Country and really enjoying that. Yeah, um, it's a lot of good, some really great pieces of work in there. I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy lately, just trying to catch some of these reruns. It's like yeah. little little sets of seasons keep popping up on like every other service, so i so I'm yeah. chasing that. I finished Vice Principals recently. Oh yeah, love the the Danny McBride stuff, and working through the second and on my way into the third season of uh, Search Party.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. And if you had the opportunity to work on any TV show, it can be something historical from the past, something present or some sort of future genre which maybe you haven't worked in yet what would it be? And it can't be one you've
1: already worked on. Okay, so I want to mostly pick movies and directors that I would love to work with but if I had to say a TV show, probably the original run of The Twilight Zone just because it was a, right. just like this this beautiful like anthology factory of just like new set of ideas every episode which really appealed to me. Yeah. But um, in the past, film-wise, we love to work with uh, Andrzej Zawalski or Tarkovsky on anything. But in terms of like VFX stuff, uh, Powell and Pressburger, would have been an absolute dream team to work on like the Archers had films from 75 years ago that are just as if not more visually inventive than most stuff that's out today um, <laughs> uh-huh. presently it'd be amazing to work with uh, Lynn Ramsey or Simon Yang or Bellatar but those last two guys are kind of like semi-retired so I don't know how that would work <laughs> and thinking of the future Lucy Hsien's, uh Three-Body Problem was just announced this week yes! um, yeah. it's a wonderful set of novels um, and there's some stuff in the last book that's so trippy that I have no idea how it would look on a two-dimensional screen so that would be uh, incredible to try to work out yes yes that will be interesting well I mean you did do a bit on Game of Thrones and it
0: is the same guys so you know
1: yeah it's pretty far removed from them but, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll tear through the role decks
0: yeah awesome well it's been lovely to be able to have a little chat with you I'm very very much looking forward to Ratchet coming out looks like it's going to be a great show I loved Hollywood uh, and you know the other as I say I mean you've worked on things like the Orville which I absolutely adore best of luck with everything hope you keep busy and hope Hopefully, I'll talk to you again when the next thing comes out. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. All right, bye. Take care. Bye.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.